They're back on the Football Outside the Box podcast, where we discuss the past, the present, and the future of football. Today, we want to get into a discussion about should former players get an edge when applying to become a manager. So we see today in the Premier League the likes of Frank Lampard, Mikel Arteta, Patrick Vieira, just to name a few, who were great former players in the Premier League, have now gotten an opportunity to manage in the Premier League. And we are wondering, do you think that these guys would have gotten the chance to manage in the Premier League if they didn't have such good careers as players? I mean, it could really close the door to other potential candidates who could have been better suited, but because they didn't have any Premier League playing experience, they just miss out on that chance. Now, from the other arguing point, you could say, Managers who are former players in the Premier League not only know what it's like to play there, so they're able to relate to their players more, but they're also able to maintain culture within their respective teams. So what do you think? Do you think that it's fair for the hierarchies to assume that, okay, a former player is applying to become manager we are going to give them the edge over somebody who wasn't a former player. Well, I mean, if you ask me if it's fair, then it's it's 100% not fair. I'm not necessarily going to put Arteta into this category because, I mean, he was a, he was a good player in his own rights, of course, but not, not to the level of, you know, Frank Lampard or Patrick Vieira, you know, those, those guys. Of course, if, like, I... I said this about Frank Lampard, but if he's not named Frank Lampard, he's never getting that Chelsea job. And P- Patrick Vieira is at a, I'm going to say a lesser club than Chelsea at Crystal Palace, but you look at Vieira's previous record uh, as a manager, it, it's not, it wasn't great, you know? And if I remember correctly, last summer, Patrick Vieira wasn't even their top option, I believe. And we have to say Patrick Vieira's beating those expectations as we already said in the transfer roundup uh, of course it's not fair that these players will get you call first dips but i'm just trying to think of the times that we've actually had these guys in as uh, come back as managers being being a top footballer none of the managers you see nowadays were necessarily the best of the best, right? You say, if if you had to pick the best managers of the current times, you would say Jurgen Klopp, who was a no-name player in, in the Bundesliga, or even maybe even lower than that. Jose Mourinho, he was one of the best managers in the in the world. He was was a perennial backup. Pep Guardiola. He was a he was a captain at Barcelona, right? But he was never this the best, you know, ever player for Barcelona or whatnot. I don't necessarily believe that the top level of playing ability necessarily translates to 
top level managing ability. And it's the same with Sir Alex Ferguson. He was he was never a world beater as a player. And he again, all these managers are different styles. Sir Alex is more of a man management kind of guy. But I history proves that there isn't necessarily a reason to say players who've had who've reached the peak and who's you know been touted as one of the best, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna be successful as a manager. I don't know what you thought about that, what I've just said. Well, yes, you brought up some good names and some good points of players who weren't necessarily world-beating players and who have been successful managers. But then there's also taking into consideration the fact that these former players, they know what it takes to win a league or they know what it takes to be successful as a player. They know what it feels like to be in the dressing room. They know what it feels like to be in these training sessions and to deal with authorities and managers and captains and senior teammates around them or even being a senior teammate and trying to mentor younger players. They know what it's like to be that type of person. So having that experience and helping them to transfer that onto their players, I think makes sense. I think going through that experience helps them to kind of mold into that role a lot easier. And I think that's where the hierarchies are going to look at that and say, okay, it's going to be a much quicker transition phase for someone who used to play in the Premier League or professional football for that matter, as opposed to someone who hasn't at all. And now I'm not taking away from other people saying they don't necessarily know the tactics or have good ideas to implement into a football team. But the truth of the matter is they don't know what happens in the life of a professional football player as much as somebody who was a professional football player themselves. Handling the media, handling injury, having the mindset to deal with negative criticism, etc. So that is one side of it. But I think we also have to consider the fact that football is in the entertainment business. They're in the entertainment industry. And that is something that we have to remember, that former players becoming managers creates a story. You know, Arteta, former Arsenal player, coming to Arsenal and being successful. That's a story. That's a fairy tale story. If it's whoever, Cristiano Ronaldo becoming the manager, helping Portugal as a coach on the sideline when he got injured, that's another story. And I think fans are going to, feel more towards that like that's going to be able to unite the fans more which is a big part of the hierarchy's job as well when there's a divided fan base it's never going to work out well and i'm not saying that former players automatically unites fans but they just have more of an understanding of what it takes to be a manager so yes i believe that former professional players will have better insight as far as what to do as a manager but I don't necessarily think it should just be so black and white as oh you didn't play professional football therefore you shouldn't be a manager I don't think they should be less considered well I mean I think if you 
if he straight up did not play professional football, that I would have a hard time believing in the manager. I'm speaking in 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 the perspective from the perspective of a player. I mean, you come in. It's basically me or you going into a management job with no professional experience of playing, and I do believe that there's, like you said, there's nuances or there's way to handle things that you're not really gonna learn unless you've been involved and you've been a part of a dressing room, whether that whether it was successful or whether that was you know a relegation fighting team. I think that experience is is valuable and it is quite necessary for. A player who wants to or who aspires to become a manager, because that is something that you will be able to speak from your own experience. And I think, I, I mean, is there a manager that hasn't played professionally before? I, I can't think of anybody. I don't think Jose Mourinho played professionally at all. Actually, I think he was a backup. He didn't. He might not have played a lot of games, but I think he was a backup. But I think. Appointing these so-called player, former players, former top players, I think it has has a way of of fitting a certain team at a certain in under certain circumstances. You go back to Frank Lampard, Chelsea were in under a transfer ban where they had to do something that they weren't used to, which is bringing up their their youth players, which are very talented and actually. Incorporating them into the first team, which wasn't necessarily done before Frank Lampard came in, and I think if we remember, if you rewind back three years, I think every single Chelsea fans were weren't expecting to come top four that season, if you remember. And like you said, having that figure in the name of Frank Lampard unites the fans to get behind the manager. Whereas if you know, if some random not a random manager. Obviously, Chelsea are not going to hire some random guy off the streets. But if they were to hire somebody else, the fans would wouldn't have been as united or as as much as you know backing the manager that they were to the extent of Frank Lampard. Same thing with Arteta. I think Arteta, of course, not nowhere near the legendary status of Frank Lampard at, at Chelsea. But at a time where Arsenal were looking to rebuild their team. It's a post that that fans can hold on to because they're former top players from your own club. And I guess this only really applies to clubs appointing their previous legends or previous players. But I think that, like you said, it really helps unite the fans in under turbulent times. And the same thing with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as well. And I, I believe that it has its merits. It it certainly does. I mean, you can't buy that experience. You can't. You really can't. But to me, it doesn't necessarily necessarily sit right with me. The fact that let's let's bring up the likes of Graham Potter or a manager who's very very promising, who's shown some great football played with with a very weak side in in Brighton and a very with a very tight budget. Would he ever be hired in into Chelsea or into Arsenal or into United or Liverpool? No chance. I wouldn't say no chance, but before would he get hired there before 
a former player, like let's say Rooney wanted to come back and manage at Man United, I think Rooney's going to get the nod over him. And when you look on it like that, that is what I don't necessarily like to see. I understand the culture behind it, the unity of the fans, and really mostly the culture at the end of the day. Because, you know, going back to somebody who has never played football, but if they come, let's say they're interviewing for a position and they come with incredible facts, they have a great presentation, they've outlined what the plan looks like and it looks like an excellent, very feasible plan that can get accomplished realistically and they have the means to do so, then why deprive that person and not just that person, why deprive your own club of partnering with somebody like that who has a great plan in place to be able to carry your club to the next level or to where they want to be? Just because you want to keep that history or keep the legacy of, like a Rooney, for example, you want to keep Rooney's legacy at Man United going. I don't think that that's necessarily the best way to, to make your decision. Now, if it's like, okay, you're weighing up the options, it's a tiebreaker, maybe, like, it's definitely something to consider, but for it to be the deciding factor, not not in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and on top of that, you're, you're potentially damaging your your legacy, your reputation with, with the club. We see it with Chelsea and United. A lot of fans turned on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. A lot of fans wanted Frank Lampard to be sacked. They've come in and and rightfully so. They've risked their reputation with with their with the fans that they that they love probably, and they've they've tarnished that. And it it's inherently a risk, like with any other transfer signings. Appointing a manager is a risk, and and also, it makes it tougher for, provided that things are not going the right way, it makes it tougher for the hierarchy to make a decision on the manager. I think we saw that at, at United. It was, it had to come to the point of almost unsalvageable to, to let go of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So, to me, it's, it, it rarely works out. The only thing I can think of is, Probably Pep Guardiola when he was promoted straight to the Barcelona, the A team manager. Um, after I think it was just one season with their with their B team, and and other than that, I can't think of anybody else that's achieved that level of success. I mean, okay, maybe that's not fair because the level of success that he's achieved is unprecedented. But any just a decent level of success, I can't think of anything. Or anybody that's achieved that, you know, who's who's been appointed on the merit or based on the merit of just their simple their their playing career at whether it be their that club or a different club. Well, I don't really like using success as just winning trophies because you also see the likes of, for example, Mark Hughes has been quite a decent manager in the Premier League. He's not. Maybe he's not like a title winning 
manager, but he does well for the level he was at. So that's why I say it's relative when you talk about success. So if you want to say that no one has reached the level that Guardiola was at of title-winning teams, then sure, but I think success is relative. But, I mean, we're, we're, we're not necessarily talking about the likes of Stoke. That I'm just saying Stoke because Mark Hughes managed them for quite a while. We're talking about you know th- those mega clubs that I mean, Grand Potter's getting a job at Stoke City. If it was five years ago, he's he's being offered that job because it, he is a promising prospect. That 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 sounds very wrong to me. Use on a manager, but a very exciting prospect as a manager. And the big clubs, like with so many transfer signings, they're they're reluctant to make that kind of a gamble on on a manager that's you know young and up and coming just as they're reluctant to make that gamble on a player from let's say uh, uh, brazil or argentina they almost always go through the the step stepping stone club in the name of you know porto or benfica or ajax or any of those clubs my point is that if grand potter and frank lampard had the same background meaning, you know, Frank Lampard didn't have this legendary status or didn't have anywhere near as good of a playing career, he is never getting that job. And I would I would like to see appointments such as, you know, Liverpool when or if Jurgen Klopp leaves, appointing the likes of Graham Potter. I think we're seeing that with Bayern Munich, but even then, uh, Nagelsmann had to, I think he managed a bunch of different clubs in the Bundesliga before Bayern offered him a job eventually. I just would like to see more of that happening in the future. And I mean, one thing that that is undeniable that those those former top players bring in when they are appointed as a manager is that is that aura. You know, if Graham Potter were to come into a huge club like Liverpool, he may not necessarily have a, a full grip of of the squad and the club because he's never worked or he's never been involved at a club this size. Whereas I'll just use Steven Gerrard because he's managing Villa now. It, whereas if Steven Gerrard were to come in right away, notwithstanding his, his, his title one at, at Rangers, he gets instant respect right away from the players just because of what he's achieved uh, as a player and players, would obviously want to learn from him. And that's an obvious pro of appointing these players as the manager. But that can only go so long. If you're not proving yourself, or if you're not showing it on the pitch or in the training ground, it's not gonna that's not gonna keep you in a job for long. So at the end of the day, it all comes down to their managing ability, which as we know, it's it's totally different from being a top-class footballer. Right. So, really and truly, getting the job is different than keeping the job. And that's the thing. It's about getting your foot in the door to get the job in the first place. And if you've played before, if you have a reputable name, then you're already one foot better than the next person in. 
But yeah, that's all we have time for today. The season is starting back up this Friday as Arsenal kick off at Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park. Very excited for that one. Make sure to tune in for the preview for the whole season this Friday. We're going to be releasing that. So get your chance to listen to us right before the match. Get some pre-match discussion going on to prep for that one. And then make sure you tune in for the match itself. So you'll be a little more informed when we discuss the review on Monday. So thanks for tuning in. Remember to like us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Press the subscribe button on the top. You'll see it there. Remember to turn on your notifications. And don't forget to like the Facebook page as well. You can DM us. You can leave comments. Anything to reach out. We want to create some discussion. So we want to hear from you guys. And don't forget the link to our Facebook page is, as always, in the description and the bio. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for tuning in as always. And peace out.